8 o'clock in the morning at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, at on the Nachum Siegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And we are with our friends at the Jerusalem College of Technologies. We broadcast from the Inbal Hotel here in Jerusalem. And Professor Abba Engelberg is uh, joining us. He's uh, teaching at the uh, Machon Tal. In fact, he has a, a class this morning after this interview. Uh, he's been working at JCT for over 40 years in different capacities and now serves as the academic director of the international program, originally from Cleveland, Ohio, made Aliyah years ago. And uh, he could discuss with us some of the great things about the Jerusalem College of Technology. Boker Tov, thank you so much for joining me here today. Good morning. The Jerusalem College of Technology has quite a uh, reputation, to say the least, worldwide. You're there for 40 years. What would you say makes the institution stand out in the world of academia? Well, officially, we are the only engineering school uh, in the world that we know of, uh, which combines both an engineering degree and Jewish studies in the morning. Hmm. And that combination makes for something unique, to say the least. And attracts students from all around the world, right? Not just from Israel. Uh, well, we have both a Hebrew program and an English program. Interestingly enough, I thought when I started working with the English program that it would be uh, mainly Americans or maybe English people. But surprisingly enough, we have students from uh, Switzerland, from Germany, from uh, from France, from Austria, uh, many of the European countries also. Uh, people uh, feel that they to do business, they are going to have to perfect their English, and they know English better than Hebrew, and uh, they also join our program. So we really are quite international. How long have you been the <laughs> academic director of the international program? Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> actually, I've only been about two years because uh, I started uh, working at the Jerusalem College uh, 47 years ago. Oh about 25 years ago, they asked me to develop a women's division because until then, it was exclusively men. Uh, and uh, in 2012, which was about seven years ago, I thought I retired, <coughs> and uh, but I kept on teaching a little. And then about two years ago, <coughs> they said they didn't have a director for this particular program, an academic dean, and uh, I accepted the challenge. Uh, so the international presence, <coughs> I'm sure, has grown tremendously over the last few years, right? I mean, it just keeps increasing. Uh, well, it does. Uh, of course, this isn't uh, as great as our particular English speakers program is, uh, such uh, items as anti-Semitism in France and other uh, places uh, might also have some effect on the number of international students that we're getting. All right, now there are people listening right now who uh, they themselves or maybe their parents wonder if JCT is a good choice for them. Um, at, what po at what point should they consider um, uh, whether the JCT is in fact a good fit for them, if, if they're specifically looking for an engineering degree, if they're if they're leaving or, or finishing um, a certain number of years of college, and now JCT could fill in the rest of their academic pursuits. Who who are we speaking to when we speak to American students who might potentially come and be students at the Jerusalem College of Technology? Well, I would say that the best typical student for us is one who has come to Israel for a one-year gap year program, <coughs> either in a yeshiva or in a girl's seminary, 
<coughs> and then they fall in love with the country, Baruch Hashem, uh, and they decide they want to stay here and have their studies. And then uh, they hear about our program, which allows them both to continue their Jewish content in a religious environment and uh, to get a very, very worthwhile, serious degree. It's not only engineering. Uh, we also have business and accounting. Uh, and we also have uh, a health sciences department where you can become a nurse. And that means both male or female nurse. All the courses, all the classes, are, of course, are separate, uh, men separate and women separate on different campuses, but still uh, most of the majors are available to both sexes. Professor Abba Engelberg is with us. You, I'm sure, have seen tremendous success from JCT graduates in your experience. I know we always emphasize whenever JCT is on the air how many superstars in Israeli society have come from the institution. Uh, we have un unbelievable people. One of my students established a company called NDS, uh, which employed hundreds of people in the computer area. And the amazing thing that he did was that he sold it to Cisco for $5 billion. But if that wasn't enough, he was smart enough to buy it back a couple of years later for $1 billion. Uh, and I'm still begging him to give me some of that $4 billion in between. <laughs> so he did nicely on that one. Uh, and, there are other and there are other graduates who, even if they don't do as nicely financially, still have, uh, have had glorious careers after they left JCT. One of my colleagues just told me that uh, his student uh, has just been accepted to the faculty of MIT. Wow, there you go. That's proof positive, huh? Uh, and, and, and I would assume some of the graduates have actually become faculty members at JCT at some point. Uh, many of them have done so. Uh, I actually get most nachas from uh, my uh, students at the, the women's division, which I established, and uh, I uh, now get letters from them about two or three times a week. They have a, a taken on high positions in various uh physics, engineering, and computer companies, and they are looking for students. So I actually send out about three job offers every week, wow. generated only by our own former students. What was your perspective when it was time to found the uh, women's program? What did you think? Did you think it would be as successful as it became? Uh, no, I didn't think that the men's division would be as successful because I remember when I started, uh, we were in a little house uh, in Bayit Fagan, and the classes took place in Himmelfarb, and in 1972, uh, there was no heating. And even though I come from Cleveland, Ohio, which is not known as the sun capital of the world, uh, I froze the most in my life my first year in Israel uh, in a high school, in a classroom uh, with uh, absolutely no heating or maybe a little kerosene heater. And then, thank God, the men's program began to flourish. And at some point, I would assume the same thing happened with the women's program. Uh, well, the women's was even more difficult because at first the rabbis were uh, antagonistic to the idea. Uh, they felt that it might end up being like another Barilan, and that isn't what they had in mind. So we had to start off in a place called Bet El. Uh, which uh, they felt was a distance great enough from Jerusalem that it would not cause any problems. But then a miracle happened, if you want to call it a miracle. It turns out that the Council for Higher Education is sort of a very left-wing institution. And they said Jerusalem College of Technology is not allowed to give a degree in Bet El. Mm. So therefore, we were forced to come to Jerusalem. So then the rabbis again got their measuring sticks out and they found the most distant point 
from Machon Lev in Jerusalem, which actually was in Neve Yaakov. And we found a very beautiful room. And I figured with 10 students uh, a year, so a room for 25, 30 students is fine. But then Jerusalem is Jerusalem. So instead of tw- the 10 students I was expecting for the new year, we were flooded with 100. Wow. And from that point on, we moved to Givat Shaul, and that's where we are to the present day. Amazing. Uh, Professor Abba Engelberg, um, what's today's lecture going to be about when you leave here to go teach? What are we teaching today? Uh, we are teaching today statistics. Wow. Which, by the way, is the most popular uh, course in this school. Nothing to do with me, of course. Just <laughs> that every single uh, area of study has to take it. Even the nurses take it, and the engineers, and the accountants, and the business students. Is it considered an easy A, or is it a difficult course? Uh, I try to make it as easy as possible. I told them uh, that on the first lecture for the simple reason that I know that we don't even have a department of statistics. No one is doing it because they love it. They're doing it because they have to do it. <laughs> so I try to make the pill as uh, comfortable as possible. And they they take notes with pen and paper or they're more into the, into the, uh, the more advanced technology these days? Uh, I think you're still in the 19th century. Yeah. Uh, now it's all on laptops. Huh? Uh, uh, either first of all laptops, and secondly, everything is on the computer before they even come to class. Nice. I try to convince them not to come. <laughs> <laughs> Yet they love your lectures so much that, they, that they're attracted to it. Well, some do, some <laughs> don't. But the main thing is the salary is the same no matter how many students show up. Professor, this has been a delight. Thank you so much. Our best regards to everybody at Jerusalem College of Technology. Thank you for being here today. Okay, thank you very much. Have a good day. A pleasure. Professor Abba Engelberg uh, here with us on uh, this Thursday morning broadcast as we talk about the Jerusalem College of Technology. They have made their mark, to say the least, in the world of um, education, especially here in the state of Israel.